0: Mark four twenty four. Let's. I want to talk a little bit about hearing tonight, <clears throat> and um, really, thanks for being here. Honestly, you know what? I know it's a Thursday. It's a sacrifice. God, God is pleased with just what we sacrifice for. Uh, for our, we sacrifice ourselves, and God will honor us just because he, he loves us. So, thank you for taking the effort to be here. <clears throat> And I love what God's doing in Frederick as we're growing and have great plans. Um, But Mark 4, so Father, bless these words. Really let them be your words. Encourage us tonight, quicken us. Father, just uh, build your church. Build up each one in this room. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So hearing. Hearing's important, isn't it? Yeah, hearing's really important. you can have selective hearing, like I think sometimes my son has selective hearing when he has to do chores around the house all of a sudden he's deaf. <laughs> uh, but you can have selective hearing. you can have hearing that that can uh, be geared or gauged to what you want to hear but but we hear we see here in mark chapter four the value of hearing actually. It changes a lot of things that go on in our heart and it changes a lot uh, of things that are going on around us as we hear the Shepherd's voice and it says here in 424 take heed to what you hear like pay special attention really pay attention because what you see is where you're going and what you hear is actually governing or taking control of the direction that you take okay so Hearing is really important, hearing with not only your ears, but hearing with your heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Tonight, the Holy Spirit's gonna to speak to you, and you're gonna hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So this is nothing random tonight, but the Spirit has a word for you to hear. Because with the same measure you use, it will be the measure it'll be measured to you, and to you who hear, more will be given. What a great promise. Isn't that great? Uh, so we can have selective hearing. We can, um, we can kind of listen with twenty percent of ourselves. But concentration really is the key to spiritual growth. So tonight, as you hear the word of God, God will build something and grow something in your heart and greatly encourage you. <clears throat> All right, Matthew thirteen. Look at this with me. I want to. We were talking about this on the way over. Hearing our heart. I was just. Thinking this week about the importance of having a soft heart. A soft heart. When you hear, it makes you soft if you're hearing the Spirit. It makes you more receptive. It makes you more uh, pliable and flexible. But there's also a plan for us to shut off our ears, right? To turn our ears off to what the Spirit is saying. That's what fear does. Fear shuts off our think, shuts off our ears. And our thinking, to that matter. But fear is one of those destabilizers. It freezes us uh, in things uh, and causes us to stop hearing, right? You ever put on noise-canceling headphones? Those are pretty awesome, aren't they? Anybody ever use those on an airplane? It's like, it's, it's like totally dead quiet, isn't it? You can actually hear your heartbeat if you really tune in there. <laughs> But that's, that's what we want to have. Like, God puts, gives us these noise canceling headphones to the world, and then we're tuned in to what the Spirit is saying, right? What does the shepherd say to his sheep, right? His words are word, words of comfort in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1. I speak comfort to you. Um, what, what, what does that sound like? What does comfort sound like? Yeah. Okay. Salvation. What's that? What'd you say? That's <laughs> salvation. Okay. Good. I mean, it can be gentle. It can be liberating. It can be something that is like it's, it brings in security, doesn't it? Like I am with you. I am with you. <laughs> like those are those are powerful words to hear when everything around you is shaking, God is saying, I am with you and I hold everything in my hand and nothing is going to happen to you outside of my my providence. All right, Matthew 13. Great set of verses here and maybe we'll go through a few of these. But just my point tonight right up front is how we hear, be careful how you hear and be careful what you hear because there's the stranger's voice that will always lead you away from God, and then you have the shepherd's voice that's leading you to God, right? One is hardening you. One is softening you, okay? All right. Matthew 13, uh, verse 3. Uh, who wants to read 3 through 9? Um, anybody Any got a good, good good reader here? Adam, go for it. Okay. And he's King James Version. And he
1: spink- many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the vows came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Mm-hmm. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Okay.
0: Can you read also verse 14? Look at verse 14
1: uh, fourteen through 16. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should give them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears and they hear. Hmm.
0: Okay. Beautiful. I want to go through that just for a minute. <clears throat> Do you see how many times how hearing and our heart condition is connected? Notice that. The sower. And we see the, the uh, defining or the definition of the parable here in verse 11, right? The mysteries of the kingdom where the seed is really the word. Tonight, as you hear the word of God by faith, it goes in and it creates something that that wasn't there before. Maybe it creates in you uh, patience or it creates in you or increases your faith or it shows you a dynamic of love. That's why our Bible is so important because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So. Imagine in the day and age we live in all the voices, all the talking, the talking heads, the shouting of Goliath, right? For 40 days, Goliath shouted, blaspheming the armies of Israel. And you know what's interesting? People were paralyzed and they did nothing. You know, evil grows when godly people do nothing, right? And I think we're in that day and age to some regard. But if we're hearing what the Spirit is saying, guess what? We'll move when we're supposed to move. We will speak when we're supposed to speak. We'll be silent when we're supposed to be silent. And we'll be making decisions <laughs> and walking in faith uh, when it's time for God, when God says it's time. All right, look with me. Maybe you've seen this before, but I, I think it's valuable today uh, in a fresh way. Birds came and devoured the seeds that were on the wayside. Okay, okay. When the Word of God comes and there's no receptivity or no uh, faith uh, ability to receive it by faith, what happens? What happens to seed that sits on the ground? Okay? The birds take it. Anybody try to plant grass, you know, new grass seed? What do you do with a new grass seed? You have to
1: what? on top of it.
0: You do. You have to cover it. Absolutely. <laughs> Hay and, and other things as well. Well, in this particular case, they are saying that the birds, and in the parable, it actually speaks about the demons come and they steal from us. They take that precious word. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth. Okay, Same principle. Okay, Life, and it goes on to say about thorns. Life can be busy. Life can be distracting. Life can be full of good things. But if there's not enough receptivity or time allowed for God to minister in our hearts, then what happens? That seed has no place to go. That's why when you're here tonight and you're meditating on the word, maybe you hear one word. Maybe you hear a statement. It's so amazing to take that statement and go into the Bible and say, Lord, make this personal to me. Make this something that will cause me to know you greater, right? Look at verse seven. And some fell among thorns, Okay? The cares of this life. Anybody have any cares, the cares of this life?
1: Yeah.
0: All of us, right? You ever go to pray sometimes and all of a sudden you start to remember things that you'd forgotten? Or maybe things that maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and panic. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you. That's happened to me a few times. (laughs) And it's immediately like, okay, God, that that thorn or that care. Is in my care, so I immediately give it to you, right? I give you my cares, right? First Peter five, we cast our cares upon you, for He careth for you, right? Otherwise, the details of life that were meant to be a blessing, and to, and to prove God, and to prove God's faithfulness. Let me just say this: details of life are meant to prove God's faithfulness. Isn't that good? That's Psalm thirty-seven. Details of life, trials, tribulations, they're meant to prove God is faithful. That's good, isn't it? Mm. It's so good. So, and others fell on good ground. Good ground. What is good ground? Well, it's those that are hearing not only with their, with their head, but they're hearing with their heart. <laughs> Lord, speak to me. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like I pray that prayer sometimes because th- this is what happens look at look at verse uh, 14 people will hear and not understand okay it's almost like someone's saying something to us and we get 10% of it right and we say like okay I, I understand a bit. I, get, I get the tip of the iceberg but God is saying there's so much more as you seek me. As you wait on me. We see things, like we look at our world today, right? We're seeing things that are making our heads spin, right? The world is lost, and this is why we're here to uh, present the gospel and love people where they're at, right? People's hearts have grown dull. Dullness, right? (laughs) You ever try to cut something? You ever try to cut with a knife that's dull?
1: Yeah.
0: Or work with a saw? It's dull. I, I remember I, I, I got I pulled something in my my uh, elbow. It hurt for like a year and a half. It was like really strange. Because I was trying to cut a cut a tree branch and the and the saw was dull. And I said, I don't care, I'm just gonna muscle this. <laughs> <laughs> I did it, but I hurt for a year. You ever what do they call that? Tendonitis or whatever? Oof. Anyway. No. No pity, I, I get it. <laughs> Jeez, it's a hard crowd here. <laughs> no. All right, it's better now. I'm, it's much better. I sharpened it. Okay. All right, they have eyes, but their eyes are closed. That's, 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 that's really scary. Notice what they said. It says, it says their ears are hard of hearing, they don't hear what the Spirit is saying. I don't know about you. I want to hear with more than just my ears. I want to hear it with my heart. God, speak. God, show me. And I love when I talk with Pastor Dennis, and I love his passion for Frederick, and it's we see this. This is a, this is a church, and we see it, and we see where it's going. And faith shows us a beautiful picture, and we imagine a great thing, a God thing here. Amen? Amen. Can you see it?
1: Yeah.
0: It's amazing. All right, it goes on to say, lest they should see with their uh, eyes and hear with their ears that they should understand with their heart and turn so that I should heal them. How many need a healing tonight? Yeah, God is saying, hear the right voice. Hear the word of truth. Hear the promises. Okay, I want to show you another verse here. Isaiah 50. Look at this, Isaiah 50. Every good husband learns to hear his wife and to hear what she's not saying. Do I hear an amen on that one? Amen. It's true. And vice versa, I don't want to, I mean... Yeah, I meant that in a very positive way, by the way. (laughs) All right, Isaiah 50, verse 4. Let's. Hearing. Oh, we just need the word. We just need God's. It's like hearing aids, right? You know, our our ears can get dull, and all of a sudden, like, God just amplifies. He amplifies His spirit and His truth and His wisdom. Isaiah 50, verse 4. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He wakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like I'm so rebellious sometimes, you know. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say that. I can't believe it. God's like, just listen, Mm. listen to me, and I will lead you. But I love this, it's he, he wakens me, he awakens me, and he teaches and opens our ear. This is what happens, it's amazing. Okay, last verse, Jeremiah,
1: Mm.
0: Jeremiah. Jeremiah 18. I mean it's amazing. Have you ever been in a situation where the spirit literally prompts you and you take it you take a step of faith and you do or say something or maybe you're quiet and uh, or maybe it's like you say you say something to somebody and it's exactly what they need to hear Or maybe you open your Bible in the devotionals and you read something it's like it touches you deep in your heart and it's like, oh that's exactly what I needed to hear, right? And then there's other times when we, when we read something and maybe it's preventative or maybe it's something that we'll use at another time. We're open to receive what the Spirit is saying. All right, very interesting analogy here. How many have read this, 18, 1 through 3? Anybody read this before? Actually, through 5. It talks about the potter and the clay. This is one of my favorite passages. Because hearing directly affects the condition of our heart. As we near the rapture, people are going to get harder and people's ears are going to be off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what? The believer is going to become more, Amen. more listening and learning and tuned in. It's like a station on the radio. It's like tuning into the right frequency, right? I don't want to listen to the stranger's voice. What does the stranger's voice tell me? What is something the strength? Well, maybe I don't want to focus on that. (laughs) It's something outside of Christ. It's something Christ wouldn't say to us, right? Something from the world, right? Kill, rob, and destroy. Like I remember my father, when he was a young man, one of his teachers said this, you will not amount to anything. A teacher told him that. You, you, You are a loser. You will not amount to anything. And you know what he did? That could have destroyed him. But instead, he turned it around. He says, you know what? I'm going to prove that teacher wrong. And that actually drove him in a good sense. But, but the shepherd, how does the shepherd speak to his sheep? He calls them by name, doesn't he? He calls you by name. He is exercising care, and he lays down his life for his sheep. It's amazing. Do you know what the shepherd's voice sounds like? I'm sure we do. It's a personal voice that always points us back to the Bible. All right, Jeremiah 18. This is very interesting. Um, and then we'll close. Uh, so the potter's house in verse 2, I will arise and go to the potter's house, and I will cause you, I will cause you to hear my words. That, that's incredible. When I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something on the wheel, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in his hand of the potter, so that he made it again into another vessel that seemed good for the potter to make. Okay, think about that. Anybody worked with clay before? What's key about clay, Les? What's key? It's malleable. Yes. Change it. Okay. Oops. Let me start. Okay, what keeps the clay malleable? That's a good word.
1: A potter's hand. Oh, I'm sorry. Water. Water, water. water. Sorry,
0: good. Water. water is very important. Moisture, right? Mm-hmm. The same sun that bakes the clay can also soften the clay, but the difference mm-hmm. is water, right? Water. So when we hear from God, it nourishes our soul. We become like a garden that is nourished. And what does he do? Well, he's making it into another vessel that seems good unto you. Unto him, You ever feel like that? You ever wake up and you just feel like a truck hit you? That's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) I mean, life can be like that. God is saying it's not your plan, it's my plan. I am making you into something that is pleasing to me. And it says he's marred, it's marred in his hands. What's that mean? It means it's totally bruised, it's totally broken, it's totally... Remade. It's it's there's there's great suffering, a great uh, a great pressure that happens. Is it well, similar
1: to uh, powder and clay. Yes, well,
0: that's okay. exactly. <laughs> that's right, Bobby. So, so he goes on to say, he he refer he points to Israel, saying, "Can I not do this as his potter? Saith the Lord. Look at the clays in the potter's hand. So you are in my hand, O Israel. The instant I speak concerning the nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck it up, to pull it down, to destroy it. Yep. And he goes on to say, does the clay have power over the potter, or does the potter have power over the clay? It's a very interesting question. It's a very interesting question. So why am I bringing that up tonight? Why am I bringing this up today? It's because how you and I hear, like we hear like a child, right? We hear like someone that is... Lord, awaken my ears, open my eyes, show me the true reality of what's going on. And God says, okay, I will do that. And you know what happens? I will mold you, I will make you into a trophy, into something that I have preordained for you to, to, to be and to be a part of. So maybe that's just my message tonight, like to, like to be really still before the Lord and say, Lord. I want your still small voice to be like a shout in my heart i want to I want to tune into what the spirit is saying a good a good chapter is psalm twenty nine talks all about what the voice of the Lord sounds like it literally says that his voice breaks the timbers, but it also divides the flame it's like so powerful yet it's so precise so I just want to encourage you tonight. Let's hear, let's hear the shepherd's voice saying that I love you, that you are valuable, that you have a purpose, that I will be I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's the shepherd's voice. What's another thing the shepherd would say? Let's well, let's have an exercise for a minute. What's another thing the shepherd would say to you? Okay, I love you with an everlasting love and with loving kindness I will draw you, right? What's another one? Let's exercise with some promises. The shepherd would say to you,
1: I pray for you. (laughs) Okay. Pray for you that your faith may not fail.
0: Okay, excellent. Good. Yes.
1: My yoke is easy and my burden is
0: light. Good. Okay, excellent. Cast your cares on him for he cares for you. Excellent. Good anybody else
1: never leave you nor forsake you okay forgiveness bring healing to death why the snow
0: okay good Isaiah one good I've cast your sin as far as the east is from the west right it's amazing the shepherd's voice Hear. Lord teach me to hear teach me to listen <laughs> teach me to listen to really here with the heart with our heart so tonight as we think about our soil and our heart like don't let the devil make you hard which can happen right moisture can be sucked out and that clay can be can be so dry that it breaks and and just turns into powder stay stay with moisture the word will keep you moist and will add uh, pliability to you and i and as we hear the word of the lord guess what we will grow. Our heart will be soft, and you know what? The seed, the seed will have plenty of room to go in, and to to uh, gain root and to spread out. And then maybe just close here. Look at Jeremiah 17. We almost closed, but I thought, I thought of another good word. This is good. Jeremiah 17. Who wants to read 7 and 8? 17, seven and 8. Uh, David. Shall the graduate do
1: it? David.
0: Crouch. Ryan. Sure. Oh, okay. okay. let's look, seventeen, and seven, 8. This is a great verse. This is what happens every time you and I say, Yes, Lord, I believe.
1: Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Okay. For he shall be like a tree planted in the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river. And will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will it cease wow. from your yielding fruit. Wow.
0: Amen. Yes, Lord, that's our prayer, Lord, just that. We would say yes to you, Lord. Even when we hear things that are too wonderful for us, we just want to say yes, Lord, because you see all things. We want to be like this tree that has deep roots. And that is by, by the waters, Lord, and is not anxious in the year of drought. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for each one here tonight. And just bless these words to our heart. In Jesus' name.